0: Y'all ready? We ready. y'all ready? Good to go. Three, two, one. The Solution. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Delicious Tears. I'm your host, The Solution. We'll talk about a myriad of plethora, cornucopia of topics for 15 to 60 minutes more so less and shout out to all the supporters out there shout out to the people that uh, follow the podcast on anchor and spotify and the other various platforms out there the the podcast is not hard to find whether you enjoy delicious tears proper we want all the smoke squared away or goat talk i'm glad that you're tuning in and listening and streaming it on all your devices if you're booming and booming and booming in your jeep you know that's cool too but i'm going to talk about um something that's trending right now on social media and is the red flag trend that is uh i believe it stemmed from something on tiktok i personally don't have tiktok people keep telling me you get a tiktok i can't i don't know maybe maybe not but anyway uh it talks about what to look for the negative things and people to say hey you probably shouldn't deal with this person uh in this certain capacity and that's what it's all about so me i'm not into the the trends and the the challenges and all so i'm just too grown for that uh if you're my age or slightly younger or even older and you're doing that that's you don't expect for me to partake but what i did was flip this uh green well this red flag thing around let me back up for a second so what i did was flip the whole red flag wave around on social media to green flags and the reason why i did it is because i came across a meme and i uh, shout out to dasha you know one of our supreme supporters out there we appreciate you and all that you do you know even if some of the things that you send in never make it to the show we do appreciate you uh suggesting and giving we do appreciate you So the meme said, learn to acknowledge green flags and the green flags are as follows. The following personality and behavioral traits of a positive and healthy relationship. Uh, Affection takes an interest in your interests. Friendship, positive, supportive about you, even when you are not. Sense of humor, laughs itself, willing to share financially, share on all levels, being vulnerable, being a listener, having a fun to childish side, enjoying similar things, enjoying each other's company, having individual interests, supportive of personal growth. Not feeling threatened by it, accepting past without judgment, not comparing you to others, respect for privacy, respect for job, respect for children, know that they are not the center of your universe, maturity, sense perspective, not overreacting, confidence in self, fits in, makes an effort to get to know friends and family, respects individuality, admits mistakes, takes responsibility for own needs, shares household chores, enjoys solitudes, willing to cope with ups and downs. So I always tell people um, when you're pursuing a relationship, work on the friendship part first i'm not talking about ladies putting a guy in the friend zone okay meaning that you're going to make that person emotionally and physically available for you when it's advantageous to you i'm talking about you really like this person you're trying to build a bond and connection with them intimately and on a relationship level learn to know them as a person because what's going to keep you together is your friendship you actually like the person you're not infatuated uh you're not uh, lusting and desiring them in a, a sexual or you just a needy person manner um you actually like them as a person. you could hang out with them you know that that's uh you know, as R. Kelly once said, homie lover friend. Go ahead and kill me for the R. Kelly reference. But yeah, you're, you're looking for that person like that. You know, that's my person right there. You know, I like them. I really like them and the energy that they bring and their perspective, the outlook on life. You know, they just do something. They they light up the room when they're around. So let's talk about the first one, affection. Um, I'm going to say this is something I struggled with early on as a young man. Uh, I was not very affectionate. I learned quickly how to be affectionate. I was affectionate when needed. Um, now I'm very affectionate. You know, uh, I'm not going to be creepy about anything like that. But I- I've learned to show, um, you know, affirmations of, uh, you know, desirable emotions, you know, towards the, you know, some person I'm interested in. So I've worked on that, and I like to say I do a good job of it. Um, it's been abused from time to time. Um, I'm not smothering anything like that either. But that's something now I'm being transparent. here. It's something I worked on early as a young man. And the next one is take the interest in your interest. Some people will fake this. okay? you might have something as unique that you do. This is your thing. And uh, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's cool, because they're doing everything they need to do to gain interest, to, to gain position. And really, they don't like it. For instance, I am a. A sneakerhead, I love sneakers. I'm nowhere where I used to be. I've actually backed out of the sneaker game quite a bit, um but uh someone that's with me is is going to see that and like, wow. And one of the things that you get is it, it comes from a judgmental stance that they they view sneakerheads, the ignorant people view sneakerheads as uh they're wasteful, um you know they're ostinations and stuff like that. It's irresponsible just to buy sneakers like that. And then when you explain to them like how it really works, they're like, oh, and it's cool. But don't belittle things that you don't know and they put you on. Either you're committed to what they're doing or not. Uh, I love music. I will not watch TV sometimes. I'll just have music playing. Um, I read the newspaper, physically read the newspaper. That's I've been doing that since I was a little boy. If you know my story, you know how significant a newspaper is to my life story. So friendship. I mentioned this early on. You have to like the person. okay. You have to like them, these uh, intangible things, not the tangible things, not the cars, the house, the clothes and the money that they have. I'm talking about these things, these characteristics, the personality that makes them them and you're drawn to them and you like to be around them. You just enjoy your time with them as a friend. You could talk to them about stuff. So when things are going wrong in the relationship, the friendship is what's going to keep the relationship sailing and moving forward. It's going to keep the wind in the sails of the relationship. Trust me, positive support about you, even when you are not. We have times where we have self-doubt as a person. And uh, one thing about me, I am hardly ever down. If I'm in a mood where I'm not quite who I should be at the time, I tend to remove myself from people because especially if they are people that kind of fly off about stuff. I don't want you triggering me, okay? And I'll kind of get quiet about it. And when I'm ready to talk about it, I'll bring it back. But you got people, that, they want to be involved in all the time. They, they want to know, they want to know. But once you get to know the person from the friendship element, you know, like, they, they're dealing with something right now. Let me ease off. Hey, when you're ready to talk, if you want to talk about it, cool, I'm here. All right? But hey, what's going on? You need to tell me this, this that. We're a team. You're coming from a good place, but you're doing it from a bad place impact versus intent you meant well but you're not doing well okay so understand that you know and being supportive of the person like they'll come around I'll be ready for them they come around hey you just checking when you cool you know you still working through that alright cool cool okay let me know All right, maybe we go have a drink or get a meal or something like that walk the park or whatever it is sense of humor laughs itself I have a insane sense of humor and it's kind of shocking from people that don't know me well, because I look really serious when you see me. I, like, I mean, business, like I'm like, I'm like smack, smack fire out your ass. If, you know, you come at me wrong. But people that know me like he's insane. And why is he making a joke right now? This is not the time to be joking, but that was needed. All right. So um, and I tell people all the time, I'm going to laugh at them, you and me. I make fun of myself. I clown myself like, man, I can't believe I had that Or, Ooh, why did I do that? You know, I laugh at myself like, this look wild. Yeah, that look wild. I shouldn't do that, huh? I don't care. You know, I will do that. All right, I have self-deprecating humor. I'm, I'm cool with that. Willing to share financially. Now, let me explain something to the ladies that think this is about the man paying for everything. Now, I have to say this because there's a lot of you who think this way. It says share not pay for everything financially take care of the financial it didn't say that it said share you are a team you're a financial team this person's not bearing the burden and the brunt of your your financial existence okay your quality of life they're not doing that okay you're coming together to improve each other's quality of life you're not trying to profit off that person well why should i pay that you're the man no they're not talking about that it was like hey we live together we share expenses we share expenses now, how you match that up, let's we'll say who does what, is within your relationship. But sharing financially is not you keeping your money and that man paying for everything because that's what real men do. Shut up. Stop it. I said I was going to be positive with this, but that's also a red flag if somebody does that. All right. So my, yeah, real man. We, we got episodes about that. Check them out. And the next one is share on all levels. Some of us are very, very selfish, very selfish. Now, if you're just not into a certain thing, you tell that person, that's not me. I don't really do that. But being able to sit back while that person kind of shows us the load it is very, very selfish. And they worry about what they're getting. They don't care about how the other person is bearing the load feels. As long as they're happy, it doesn't matter. They're going to get what they want as long as they're happy. And they don't see that. OK, so sharing on all levels. Hey, look, um, I cooked. You do the dishes, vice versa. You know, maybe you are not the cook, but you're good at prep. All right. You put you set the table on things like that. You get the wine or whatever it is, a Kool-Aid, whatever it is. All right. You took part in that. Not just sit on the couch and sit back. OK. And we got shows about that dynamic as well. Being vulnerable. I would say um, proceed with caution, as you enter the symphony, we're at the master killer. Uh, but guys, I'm going to give you this advice. We have moments where we feel like in the relationship that we're there with her. We're there. This is my person. They have my best interests at heart, no matter what I do. And I need to tell them my story. And you you become vulnerable and you say things that um that's happened to you or you had to do. That's less than desirable, less than honorable. And they'll say, oh, that's unfortunate. You know, oh man, you know, glad you don't have to do that anymore. If that person brings up any dynamic of what you told them in a moment of discontent, a moment of disagreeing viewpoints, and I'm talking about arguments, you get away from them. OK, get away from them, because what they've done has weaponized your trauma. They've weaponized your trauma. That's what they've done. They're going to use that against you to win that disagreement, that argument. You're never going to be at peace with that person. You're going to be on guard. Like I can't tell you anything because last time I told you that you brought that up when we had a moment with each other, we had a negative moment. You use that against me. Now, I don't know too many men who do that, but I can sure as hell vouch for a lot of women that do that and that's horrible you're despicable you're the worst that man decide and you know how we are about our emotions stereotypically we're told to don't do this don't say that don't tell that and the moment we go you know something i feel comfortable with this person there's a level of trust i'm going to tell him like this is why i do certain things this is why i don't do certain things this is why i don't go here i don't do that and you go oh yeah you know that's i understand sure you do and the moment you do it, the trust is out the window. I can't trust you anymore. You don't have my best interest at heart. You don't know how to protect my emotions, but you want me to protect yours. So a lot of you are takers out there. All right. Men or women, when the situation is being a listener, I have a thing about um, when I'm talking to people and I'm telling them key stuff and they do what's called extrapolation. They, they take out the key parts that only interest them. That only helps their point of view or their argument or their debating points. That's called selective hearing and or selective listening. A lot of people don't know the difference between listening and hearing. Listening means that you have understood. You comprehended the message, the information that was being sent to you. Hearing means you simply received it. You did nothing with it. You received it. It went in. That's it. You didn't process it. You just stored it. And you probably don't do anything with it, or you let it slide out the other hole inside of your head, the other ear. Because like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. I heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but were you really listening? What? Were you really listening? Were you comprehending and understanding the information that was being sent to you, and you received it and you processed it? What? You have to be able to listen, and a key part of listening is shutting up. Just be quiet do some active listening and its just this is active listening now I'm telling you I've been in a situation where it's like I don't really have too much to say about that because it sounds like this person's venting or they just talking you go mm-hmm. uh-huh okay now in a, a funny sense and, and this is for <laughs> the dudes that are like me uh you, you got your <laughs> as we say in my age group your old lady and she rambling on about something about work. And, you know, Sharon did this again and everything. You generally don't care. All right. As long as she's employed and she's being paid and promotion potential and all that stuff. But the little cattiness she wants to talk about with Sharon and, you know, Shauna from accounting and all that stuff. And you like, word? For real? <laughs> That's crazy. You're listening. But it's like, I I'm not adding on to this because she's gonna keep talking about this forever. But you're just letting her vent. You letting her get it out. I'm like, uh huh. Ooh, sometimes you're like did you think about this you know no I didn't I don't I won't think about that and just keep cutting your food and eating and everything like, mm-hmm. like man they just keep stuff going at work women anyway having a funny childish side I have no issues with this at all I am a fun loving person I generally wake up like this unless I'm in pain for some reason I wake up you know all my Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh stuff. Stretch your morning, yawning. All right. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's why we never have no beef. All right. <laughs> that's me. That's how I wake up in the morning. I'm generally in a good mood. I'm happy to be here. As the old morbid people say, he had to wake me up this morning, but he did. All right. He is merciful. So whatever purpose I have the he set for, I'm going to get to it. That's me. That's me. Shout out to my old people. I love y'all. All right. You I love y'all. Y'all just, oh my goodness. Y'all depress me sometimes. Like you're about to go all the time. All right. Enjoying similar things. You, you like, this is about the friendship thing. It's cool to be different, but there should be some things you share in common that you get to do together, uh, that you, um, you look forward to having that person around to do those things with. You should have those similar things, because if you disagree on the majority of things, only a few things are keeping you together. You're not going to last very long. OK. The next one, supportive, personal growth, not feeling threatened by. It. Uh. This is for my black women out there. A lot of you have been conditioned to compete against your man in a negative manner. There's competition, then there's toxic competition. And being in the Army, this this showed me something. It's very unique. I think this is just simply unique to the military. We train our replacements. The person that's coming in, that's going to take over your position eventually, we train them. Because it's not about us. It's about the, the overall, the mission. The mission has to keep going. So you train that person that's replacing you. And in a relationship sense, there are a lot of you that engage in one-upmanship. Well, I make more than him. You know, and you get to wear that and you start treating that man like that. That man has nothing to do with your occupation. You didn't, you didn't get with him because he does something less than glamorous. Because you want to talk down to your man. What the hell is wrong with some of you? Why are you competing against your teammate? Now you can have friendly competition. You know, you come in and, um, hey, there's a position opening up, um, for the project manager now i know you're working on that too you know at your job and stuff like that but hey let's let's go find this course okay And we'll do the course let's make a bet all right whoever gets the highest grade on the certification you owe two dates you got to pay for it stuff like that so not only are you trying to get better for the bigger picture which is the quality of life that could be improved it's a little fun spirited competition all right hopefully your partner's not a sore loser but you're both gonna win all right if you get the position you're both gonna win in some way you know i don't feel threatened by a woman that's far more successful by me that has nothing to do with me i didn't get with see men we don't chase your pockets women most of us all right the majority of men because that's some sucker stuff because the app your peers gonna look at you like really you got with her because of that (sighs) then it's like you know she won't control you now because she see what you're here for you don't want that over your head men generally are not threatened about what you do we are perfectly fine playing the cut being in the shadows all right look at um Kamala harris the vice president her husband You don't hear peep out that dude. Nothing. Nothing. It's always the president or vice president's wife that wants the spotlight. That wants to be seen. This is the first time we had a a female vice president. But for the most part, with successful women, you seldom see the, uh, the husband who's not in that element speaking out and saying things. They cool with that. You know? if you interviewed him like so how do you feel about being married to so-and-so well you know i'm proud of her and everything i support her and all that stuff but that's her you know she was doing that before i got with her and uh, i'm here for it. Her i support her and part of me supporting her is me doing what i do you know that's away from the cameras you know so <laughs> i actually don't like giving interviews like this because that's what we do that's what those guys do for the most part they don't seek the spotlight and try to compete with their significant other accepting past without judgment i kind of talked about this with um you know earlier being vulnerable we all have a story some of our stories are, are more compelling more dramatic more traumatic than others and um perhaps that person that you're with is privy to that story either you help them move forward or you um You know, passively help them move forward, or you say nothing about it, and that's actually helping them moving forward. But reminding them about what they used to do is not helping at all. All right, everybody lives in a glass house of sort, so you you can't. How are you going to get with a person, then bring up their shortcomings all the time? How's that work? Like, like I said, some of you in your own way. Not comparing you to others. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, I would say your experiences do prepare you for the next person. But everybody's a singular case. And you have some people who get so emotionally wrapped and they say, well, you know, something might happen. Like, man, I went through this before. That's not comparing you to the other person. You're comparing the situation. You know, the situation is being compared, not the person. They didn't say, well, I went through this before with so and so you don't do that everybody's judged on their their own singular account everybody has their own account everybody's their own credit score with me you know that's the way i see it everybody's their own credit score everybody you're a separate complete different case okay respect for privacy the low (laughs) the low hanging fruit with this is is the cell phones Uh, you have women out here you know i even heard some men who obsessed with going through phones? Uh, that should be a level of privacy. Um, you you don't live together, still respect that person's privacy. Okay. Yeah, at no point in time, you know, if you're not a bill paying tenant there, you know, you don't get a chance to um, just have at it in someone's home. You don't do that. You respect their boundaries. You don't open their mail. You don't go sifting through things. It doesn't matter. Uh, what kind of intimate contact you have with that person you, you don't have a contract to do that I'm talking about the women Because most of the time it's you Who like to rifle through stuff And for you e- emotionally unsound men out there In this case I'm talking to you too Alright That's abhorrent male behavior We don't tolerate that around here Respect for job Some of us have Unique schedules Demands And that person's probably told you that uh when they took it on so uh, being in the military was unique um and dating civilian women who swore they understand but really didn't understand what's going on or maybe they, they served briefly but not at the level that you served at and um they just didn't get it all right you don't just come up to people's jobs and act a fool and stuff like that what's wrong with some of you who do that how's that helping now the person has a problem and, you know, they're out of money. I'm talking about the civilian sense because they let you go because um, your significant other ones. you mean, for that. To well, you went up there. You went up there. Now the person's out of a job because you want to act like a five year old. All right. The next respect for children. Uh, this is typically a situation when you two don't share children together and it's the other parent dynamic. Or the other part of it, too, is, um, you know, discipline. Uh, I'm not into the, uh, the business of disciplining children that are not mine. I'm not into that. Now, advice, guides and stuff like that. Fine. But you do have some children, usually the teens, that um, they try to wedge themselves between, you know, their parent and their significant other because they don't like them. Or the agenda is for their mom or their dad To get back with that person And um, it's just the, the thing about respect for children You see like the, the children's situation Is becoming toxic Remove yourself from that relationship It's not going to work Because they the parent better choose the children over you They should A good parent will do that And um, don't try to fight that Just back out of that right. you Pick your kids over me Yeah, yeah, yeah Right. You're always second tier to those children Know that they're not the center of your universe Oh my goodness <sighs> Some people Some people get in relationships And they see nothing else But their time With that other person That's it They're not happy Unless they're with that person You know, Nothing gets done Unless they're with that person They don't have any other interests besides that person. They don't know what to do because they haven't branched out and done other things. You know, they say, uh, you know, uh, was it a when you're gone, it makes the heart fonder. You know, distance makes the heart fonder. Stuff like that. You know, being able to miss that person because you're doing other things, not all the time. But that person should not be the focus of your happiness. Like your happiness starts with that person. I told you about the holes. You got to be happy with yourself first. Then that other person enhances your happiness. So keep that in mind. Maturity. It it doesn't matter. One of the biggest farces that, oh, you know, girls mature faster than boys. Physically. Mentally, no. And (laughs) I mentioned R. Kelly earlier. That's a good example right there. You're not as grown as you think you are. No matter how, you know, overly developed your body is, you're still in the mindset of a 17, 18 year old, 25 year old. Doesn't mean you're mature. Now, maturity does not know a true age limit. It's just expected a level of maturity should be exhibited at all times if you're, you know, in your 40s and things. But some people don't do that. They're still very immature and childlike into their 40s because they've been allowed to act that way. and No one's held them accountable for their actions next of a sense of perspective and not overreacting I said uh, what am I saying is don't make anthills into mountains simple things some people just get fired up over simple things because they're overly emotional and they haven't got a grip of that yet these are the people that everything is a problem every minor thing is a problem to them get away from these people they love drama that's what that is Next up is confidence in self. Believe in yourself. Okay. This is not arrogance. This is not cocky. It's knowing that you know that you are good at certain things. You also know that you're okay at certain things. And you also know there are things that you work on to be better at. And you also know that you have limitations. And you'll probably never be average at that. You'll be slightly somewhat effective you know your limitations and you're fine with that the problem is is that you got nearsighted people that will call that cocky or arrogant no people that know what they're doing i want them around they don't flaunt it they just get it done they don't say anything but you got people whose vocabulary is so limited they think that's cocky and arrogant which means they don't know that person well enough yeah i just got personal right there so uh fits in makes enough to get to know friends and family uh if it's to the point where um you're around you don't demand you have some women who demand to meet your friends and family and it's early and see here's the thing with that you should use some discernment when you're letting people into your circle because well, if it doesn't last long you're gonna be have, you're gonna be the ones that have to explain away why this person is no longer around like that hey, what happened to so and so oh yeah it didn't work out you know Hey, was going, oh, yeah, I'm seeing somebody. We're we going to see him. Eh, not yet. That's fine. That's fine. But the people that insist upon meeting people within your circle, your family, quickly. Watch out for them. Respect individuality. These are the things that make you uniquely you. And you'll have people who want to change that because they're not comfortable because they haven't taken the time to understand you. Just got personal again. This is what you do. And you tell them, this is me. This is what I do. I like this. You don't like it? You got some decisions to make. You keep making this a problem. Because I'm not stopping. I'm not doing this. This isn't hurting anybody. This is my thing. I'm not stopping this because of you. This is not hurting anything or anyone. It's like, well, if you love me. No, you just want control. You want me to look a certain way for you. And I'm not comfortable with that. This is me. This is me as an individual. Take it or leave it stay on your ground and miss mistakes see here's the thing I have no problem saying yeah I was wrong I've lost some bets you know I had no problem saying it but if I'm confident in, in what I'm doing and it goes wrong then yeah you know hold me accountable for that that's fine but like yeah I messed that up I say that like I didn't get that right I say it yeah I didn't get that I tried I didn't get that right you know Hopefully it doesn't hurt anybody You don't have to apologize Like yeah That didn't go well <laughs> I gotta fix that You know I apologize I never say I'm sorry I'm never sorry You know I'm not inadequate I say I apologize Shares household chores uh, The big thing is like Gender roles You got people who are very Very old school think, Well I make the money And she cleaned up the house Nah uh, Things have changed You know Hopefully that a woman has a job you know so it's let's let's give this example you get off later and um you work further away from home so you commute back to home she she beats you home by an hour and a half two hours whatever well you beat excuse me let me flip it around to, to get the ladies to understand this let me flip this scenario around let's say you two live together you're cohabbing um, relationship, marriage, whatever it is you got going on. You live in the same home and she works a little further than you. So her commute and she gets off a little later than you. So her commute is it's going to take her longer to get home. You work about 20, 30 minutes away. So you're home before her. It would be a nice gesture just as a decent man to cook sometimes because it makes no sense for you to be sitting there waiting unless she says that unless she wants to cook that's her thing two and a half hours she gets home and all that stuff and everything you're going to hear about this eventually you know you here all this time you over what are you doing you're going to hear about it okay you're going to hear about it heaven forbid you don't have kids in the home and you're waiting for her to come and do this and she unless she agrees to do this grab something cook something okay grab something cook something it means a lot if you cook it though all right? because you know how to a lot of women don't think men can cook very well <laughs> okay you know um you cut the grass and do laundry all that stuff help out around the house it's not hard i'm a very clean guy i keep a very clean place i you know i expect for people to come you know visit me or whatever whatever situation it is to understand that i'm a very you know clean i'm almost ocd to an extent um i've gotten better with that that was making people uncomfortable but the next one is takes responsibility for own needs oh boy yeah that one right there you can't explain that anymore takes responsibility for your own needs well you're my man you're supposed to do that what you stupid who told you this see a lot of you are taking advice from bitter mothers aunties Friends of the family, friends and grandmothers about how you view men. You view men as a resource. That's it. What you're supposed to do for me. A lot of you view men in that light. And this is why a lot of men are shying away from marriage. Bang, bang, bang. I'm an asset to them, a resource. That's it. That's it. And there it is in the bucket. That's why a lot of men are avoiding that, because you're presenting this union as a, a come up or a resource and don't even realize it. I need to get access. We doing so I don't have to do this anymore. And you're wondering, well, it's been this long. Why happened? It's all about the presentation, young lady. OK. Enjoy solitude. Believe it or not, in relationship, you do need time away from your partner you do hence the man cave leave him alone if you got a, a she shack or whatever the thing is y'all got to compete with fine go ahead go on in there the man got the basement leave that man alone all right he like to put up his trophies and stuff from his glory days his trinkets and all that just shut up and let him do it okay stop trying to control everything i don't want this stuff, this, this and that you weren't there when he did it you have nothing to do with that that was meaningful to him all right and he he needs to see like look that that was a a struggle right there i went through all right that was hard people didn't do this stuff i'm of a select few he got his tv down there might have a a refrigerator with his adult beverages in it game system whatever that's his spot it's not like he's down here all the time hopefully not you know but yeah leave that man alone well, people actually need alone time so when he comes home and he's sitting in the driveway or out front just chilling he's decompressing and hopefully he walks in the door he's not coming into some bovine excrement from you so solitude is important we are going to cope with ups and downs now this doesn't mean you just stick with a person and stuff happens all the time they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again That's telling you that's how they are. It's not for you. Every relationship is a roller coaster. There's going to be moments. You're going up the hill, you're going downhill, twists and turns, abrupt stops, all that good stuff. It is a roller coaster. But it should not be like that all the time. Okay? it should be some flat spots and some twists and turns and stuff like that. But it should not be a bunch of ups and downs all the time. All right, it should be somewhat of a train ride, if you will. <laughs> okay, with well, a roller coaster thrown in here, there. It's just life; it happens. But stop looking for the negative all the time. All right, we get it. It's social media is provocative. The more provocative and negative you can be, the more looks is going to get. But in a realistic sense, you should look in the good in people. That's why I always end off the podcast. Just be a good human. This is what I'm talking about, right here. This is good human stuff. And I know. I know this joint has been a little longer. All right. Um, I usually don't go this long. On the solo tip, I usually hit it and I'm out of there. But this one need uh, need to be expounded upon. So I appreciate you sending in the meme. And uh, once again, thank you for supporting the podcast. And check out the rest of the episodes, y'all. We're getting close to 100 episodes. I can't believe it. Walking up onto a year. Actually, it's been a year. Now, think about it. Start this thing called Empartment on instagram and was basically encouraged to take it to a podcast level and here we are okay here we are and i appreciate everybody's been along from the ride all my day ones out there all my day ones that's been rocking with the solution digital you know excuse me delicious tears media um bringing in my good brother the Toebox. um I, i'm not going to roll off the list of all the supporters because i would be remiss if i miss somebody i don't need any disrespect but i do appreciate you all because the numbers are doing extremely well and once again just be a good human and i'm out the solution